Hey, folks, it's a great day to be a Buckeye. I'm Tito Jeff Fidoff. This is the Daily Blitz, Buckeyes Daily Blitz. Find me on Twitter at that happens. And it's a great day to be a Buckeye because Ohio State is poised to be in the college football playoff after last night's Pac-12 championship game in which Utah defeated USC 47-24, to knocking the Trojans out with their second loss of the season, both to Utah, again, in that Pac-12 championship game. Now, um, it's a two-loss USC team. So I got to believe Ohio State will jump them and get into at least number four, possibly number three spot, depending on what happens today with the Big 12 championship um, and the uh, SEC championship game between Georgia and LSU. Although Georgia's going to stay at one or two. But the Big 12, if TCU would lose to Kansas State, they would drop below. Ohio State would probably go up to three to take on uh, the team up north potentially in a first round game. If TCU wins, they'll stay at three. Ohio State will stay at four. Depending on what happens, the SEC championship. Could go up to one. A lot of moving parts of this. We'll see what happens. But uh, last night, the USC Utah game. Look, USC is getting judged very strongly based on one game. Because if they win that game last night, they're in the CFP. Buckeyes are likely out. Uh, But they didn't. They lost that one game. And I know their quarterback got hurt. Their all world Caleb Williams quarterback got hurt and was rendered almost a, it was the running option that he has is such a huge part of the USC offense when Utah does not have to respect the RPO or respect that um, just the, the straight option play. If Utah doesn't have to do that, it makes their job a lot easier on defense. And for the last half of that game, they didn't have to do that. USC jumped out to a 17-3 lead and, looked, and then Utah took over the defense made adjustments. I'm glad USC – Utah is not in the CFP. I would want no part of them. I'd also want no part of them in the Rose Bowl if I were Ohio State, to be quite honest. But so USC judged very harshly on this extra game they had to play where Ohio State sits at home and gets to watch. Is that fair? Maybe not. But Ohio State got judged very harshly on one game as well. Undefeated going to Michigan. They beat Michigan. They're locked for the CFP. They didn't do it. They got blown out like USC got blown out. So they both got judged harshly, USC and Ohio State, based on one game. USC, two-loss non-conference champion. Ohio State, one-loss non-conference champion. Makes sense to me that Ohio State should be ahead of them. We'll see what happens today with TCU and Kansas State and how that changes things potentially. Michigan should roll Purdue. Georgia should roll LSU, but we're not sure. My question to you, though, is people on social media wanted Ryan Day's job after he lost to Michigan for the second straight year. The man's got five losses in four years. Two to Michigan. Not ideal. I get that. Also lost to Clemson, lost to Alabama, and lost to Oregon. Not He didn't lose a blowout game to Purdue like Urban did. Didn't lose a blowout game to Iowa like Urban did. Didn't lose to Virginia Tech like Urban did. Okay? so And now he's going to be the playoff for the third time in four years. I don't understand how Buckeye fans would want to move on from Ryan Day. You can be upset with the play calling. You can say they need to make changes. You can say Ohio State needs a different kind of quarterback in there who's more mobile. You can say all those things. But do not tell me that Ryan Day is the problem. He's not the problem. Look, history of the college football programs that you think are like the most impressive, ideal, like the holy grail of college football programs. Who are they? And look at their coaches. And look at the missteps they've made in coaching hires. Notre Dame hired Jerry Faust, a high school coach. 
Not Faust's fault they hired him. They made a mistake hiring Jerry Faust, a high school coach, and it set the program back until Lou Holtz got him back on track. Then they hired guys like Bob Davey. Uh, they hired Charlie Weiss. Guys that set the program back. Oklahoma hired Gary Gibbs. Alabama hired Mike Shula. Uh, they hired a coach also that never coached them because he lied on his record. All these different schools, Nebraska, look at what they did, Auburn, Clemson, Southern, USC, Texas. Every one of these schools that are elite schools in the history of college football have made awful, awful head coaching hires that have set their program back years in Michigan with Rich Rod, with Brady Hoke. They've got it right now with Jim Harbaugh, but they also struggled for years because of bad coaching hires. Ohio State, since 1951, Woody Hayes, Earl Bruce, John Cooper, Jim Tressel, Luke Finkel for a year, Urban Meyer, Ryan Day. You can name their coaches since 1951. That's 71 years ago. You can name their head coaches. Even Finkel was one year. You can name them. There was not a catastrophic hire in there among those coaches of the last 71 years. The worst one is John Cooper. John Cooper, if that's the worst coach you've hired in 71 years, the biggest misstep you've made in hiring coaches, that's a good thing. Cooper did a lot for Ohio State recruiting. He did things for Ohio State that Earl Bruce and Woody Hayes did not as far as expanding the recruiting to go across the country. Woody Hayes and Earl Bruce were very much Secure the border. Let's own Ohio. John Cooper said, let's own Ohio, but let's also look out at California. Let's look down and look over Georgia. Let's look at other parts of the country. John Cooper did a lot of great things for Ohio State. No, he didn't. You know what, though? John Cooper was damn good for this program. Ohio State has not had a catastrophic hiring. I believe Gene Smith made the right decision to hire Ryan Day. I believe Ryan Day should be the long-term coach of Ohio State. What happens? How does your opinion change if Ryan Day wins a playoff game and gets the final? How does it change if Ohio State beats Michigan for you? Because it changes. If all of a sudden you know, you know what? Now he's one and now he's two and two against Michigan. I get it. If all of a sudden that changes for you, that means you were wrong to assume that. He's a great coach for Ohio State. He's a great leader of these men. You cannot define him completely by the Michigan games. Playoffs three times in four years. That's what we're looking at here. Lose to Michigan again. I don't know. They might. But Ryan Day, that should not make the decision based on whether you keep him or get rid of him. He might make changes to the staff. That's fine. The Michigan loss was fluky this year because of all the big plays Michigan had. But get off his back. Buckeye fans, I'm telling you, Ryan Day is the right man for the job. There's articles out there saying, oh, go get Mike Vrabel. Offer Mike Vrabel whatever he wants. Not the answer right now. Now, if Ryan Day struggles for a couple of years, yes. But you don't want to make a catastrophic hire, and you don't want to say because of just a couple of losses, 
that Ryan Day needs to go. I'm off my soapbox now. Let's watch the yeah. Michigan against Purdue. Lots of games going on that can affect where Ohio State fits in the right. I hope they get another shot at Michigan. I would love to see that. So we'll root for that. By the way, this has been the uh, Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito. Jeff Fidoff. Follow me on Twitter. That happens. Thanks for letting me rant. I feel better. Hope you do as well. Talk to you soon.